The world is a big and magical place, and Jason and Colin are your guides. So grab a bucket of pixie dust, because this is Disney World with sass and no strollers. And here are your two fairy godfathers. What up, fairy friends, and welcome to another episode of Two Fairy Godfathers. I'm Jason Matheson. I'm Colin Matheson. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the circus. Welcome to the extravaganza. Welcome to the grid. That's right. We just got back from a weekend at Walt Disney World, the most magical place on earth. We didn't get kicked out. We didn't get arrested. I did get some dirty looks, though. You sure did. (laughs) I may or may not have been dressed a little too gay for Florida. Yeah, especially in the new Florida. We can't be too gay there. Colin wore an outfit. We were walking to the pool at Saratoga Springs, which we'll get to. It's a little teaser ahead. Colin and I were walking to the pool, and uh, we had quite the walk because Saratoga Springs is the size of New Hampshire. I think it's bigger. And Colin wore what can only be described as Mrs. Roper meets Richard Simmons uh, as far as a swimming outfit. He had a gay tight uh, flamingo tank top on and gay tight pink swim trunks that left little to nothing to the imagination. (laughs) And the whitest, the whitest, uh, Birkenstock sandals you've ever seen. Thanks, Brooke McDonald. We love you. I and think, he's walking. I think you're missing what our friend Jamie pointed out. Your headband? I also had my headband in. Thus, I said Richard Simmons. Yes. And we were scaring senior citizens that have never seen gay people. It was like we literally landed from Uranus. She literally stopped she talking. She picked a different planet, but I, go ahead. Yeah, I think that was intentional. Okay. No, she was talking to like her husband, and this woman literally stopped talking, and her mouth was agape. Just looking at me. Al, are we gonna go play Brit? What the hell is that? <laughs> I mean, that's literally a, a, a yeah. yeah. It it was it was obvious. Hey, I didn't care. I know you didn't. I I like to I know. wear my bright colors at the pool. I know, and I wear black like Wednesday Adams. <laughs> Let's get to the show. Today it is our review and thoughts on Tron Tron Light Cycle Run opening at the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World in April. This is the newest ride. Uh, This was supposed to open about 10 years ago. (laughs) No joke. It was supposed to open in time for Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary. But the technically it did because the 50th anniversary is over in three (laughs) weeks. That's right. The never-ending 50th anniversary. But no, it was supposed to open in time for the 50th anniversary celebration, which commenced in in the fall of 2021. It did not... Uh, because, you know, that thing called the pandemic happened and construction stopped. But even when construction started up again, everyone laughed because if Disney wanted to, they can get stuff done real fast. And this took forever. I think they built Disneyland faster than they built <laughs> I Tron. Think they did. <laughs> I think they built Epcot Center faster. I know. Anyway, it is finally open. It's based on Tron Light Cycle Run in Shanghai Disneyland. This is what they like to do now. And I don't, I don't blame them. You take a blueprint from a ride at an international park and you move it to the States or vice versa. Um, like they're getting ready to do, not internationally, but they're getting ready to move um, copy and paste an avatar adventure into Disneyland anyway. And we've got Remy's. We've got, yeah, there's lots yeah. of uh, So uh, this, uh, we attended the pass holder preview and on Saturday, which again, that even that process of signing up has caused a lot of... Uh, 
a lot of difficulty. Some pass holders had a real hard time logging on to the queue to even get their uh, reservation. I know by the time we did it, you're like, there is one day and one time left. Basically, you know, yeah, it was really it was it was difficult. Uh, But anyway, so you wrote it. Um, do you want to kind of describe what the ride is, uh, what the actual ride is, and then we'll get into our review? I'm going to try to put on my announcer voice like um, Space Mountain. Tron is an indoor high-speed light. Okay. No. That's going to get irritating after like <laughs> no. seven seconds. No, but you know when you walk into totally. Space Mountain, yeah. I go, Space Mountain is a high-speed thrill ride in the dark. With twists and turns. Yeah. And if you have a bad back, yep. if you're pregnant, if you're short, if you're slightly uh, above a BMI uh, of blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. No, um, Tron Light Cycle Run is um, an indoor, outdoor, high-speed roller coaster um, that is at Magic Kingdom. It's right behind Space Mountain, and um, there's the ride vehicle is kind of the thing that makes this more unique than anything. So it's kind of like, I call them a crotch rocket. It's like a motorcycle, um, so similar to Flight of Passage, where you straddle the seat and you sit down. But on this one, instead of your feet being flat on the ground... Your legs are angled, and they're in, like, these trays. Like a um, motorcycle. Yep. And so your legs are bent at, like, a 45-degree angle, and, like, a bar comes in at your knees and holds you there. And then you lay down on your chest on this, you know, what would be, like, the gas tank of the motorcycle, and you pull the handlebars down towards you, and that brings the back restraint in and locks it into place. Now, it's not locked, I guess. There is some wiggle room. But you're you're in there in, like, this kind of awkward position. Um so then that's that's the ride vehicle. So that's kind of what makes it the most unique. There's they're two by two on a track of probably I think they said there's ten. I'm trying to remember how many rows um on the in the train. I think it's ten. Yep. And then um high speed launch. I don't know how much if we want to give everything away. I think let's not give everything away, but we can give it the speed. I think yeah. it's sixty one miles an hour. Yes. I think it's like yeah, sixty, sixty one, sixty two, somewhere in there. Um high speed launch right out the gate, and uh you go outside. And that's the part that you can see that you've always seen the all the pictures that people are taking underneath that uh, canopy with all the lights and stuff. Um, and then you go inside in the dark and finish up. Uh, so let's get to let's get to the review. You've read a lot. You've read a lot. Even it, the the ride vehicles made news, like newscasts, uh, because people have complained during these previews that the ride vehicles are not comfortable or appropriate for guests of all sizes and the truth of the matter is we'll start the review here they're right Mm -hmm. um you found it more uncomfortable than i did i think i was a little sweaty and clammy and i didn't mind the laying down the chest the handle none of that bothered me it was the legs i've got really thick thunder thighs and big old calves um so laying them in those little trays and then having those bars come in yeah i was like my skin was like sticking to the plastic because I was just sweaty. Oh, it was, really? Oh, it was like 90 degrees outside and I was all sweaty and clammy. I didn't feel that way. And then that metal bar was in my leg and I was like, oh, this is weird. I didn't feel that way. What was uncomfortable for me was the craning of my neck up. That is the other part. That? If you want to look around when you're in this position, you're locked in, you're like laying on your stomach and then you're having to lift your head up to look around. Like a little, like, like a meerkat. Um, so it wasn't, I found it slightly less uncomfortable than Colin did. And I didn't think it was like, oh my God, this is unbearable. I can't do this ride or hurry up. It was just like, oh, this is a little awkward. It's Avatar Flight of Passage, uh, plus a half a point to me. As far as people think Avatar Flight of Passage is uncomfortable, I do not. I mean, I'm very comfortable in it. It's slightly more 
uncomfortable. We did witness once we got into the main queue area, uh, not the 14 queue areas <laughs> before the holding the other uh, holding rooms in this massive queue for Tron, but we did witness several delays um, based on the fact that people were, the cast members are trying to accommodate various guests and it wasn't going well. Now I will stop and say, I, I don't necessarily agree with people criticizing these delays and working this stuff out because hello, Vern, that's what these pre one of the re that's one of the reasons for these previews is to work out the kinks. So it's like it's like that's why a good restaurant critic won't go to a restaurant until what, Kyle? You worked in this industry several months until oh yeah after uh, opening like three four month minimum you usually and they won't write a review on one experience you got to go six or seven times yeah so i'm not going to talk about the delay now look this queue was very long i think our preview for guardians of the galaxy was a, we waited 20 minutes this we waited an hour i think it was longer than an hour i think it was like an hour and a half okay i'm trying to focus on the positive yeah. no yes. um and i was gonna laugh it's like uh lord of the rings return of the king Every time we turned a corner, I thought we were like, oh, oh we're getting on the ride. We thought it was over. Yep. Just kidding. And there's Legolas. <laughs> <laughs> there's Come a, to the boat. Yeah. Come to the boat, Frodo. Yeah. No, I, we did the outside line. I was like, I know. once we get inside, we are on this ride. Nope. That's a there, really good point. Then there's a pre-show room. And it was like, okay, once we go through the door, we're on the ride. Nope. Then there's another queue. Once we turn the corner, we're on the ride. Nope. Then it's the lockers. And then another line. <laughs> yeah. So, which was fine. But it was just like your first time, you never know what to expect. So just know there's lots of um, fool me once kind of holding rooms. So there's the ride vehicle situation that you've heard about. Yes. Um, make sure you ride. Make sure you sit in the test car before you go on it, which is placed underneath the canopy, kind of near the beginning of what will eventually be the uh, the beginning of the queue, the official queue. And yeah, I don't know if there's more than one because there's some, I think, for photo ops. There's some for testing. There's some fine for, one. Yeah. Um, cause you're going to, you're going to want to, to, to avoid any possible embarrassment, to avoid a waste of time, make sure you like that ride vehicle. You can fit in it. I'm just being blunt. Yep. Um, now that said there is, um, an ADA accessible, uh, vehicle in some of the trains, but that has another long line, a separate line because you get up there, you wait in the normal line and then you have to get in that line. It's like a requesting the front row kind of thing. And you're basically sitting all the way up. It's not duplicating the exact experience. No, it's um, it's like a, a normal roller coaster seat kind of thing where you're sitting in a seat. Yeah, a conventional um, roller coaster seat. Yep, I shouldn't say normal, yeah. No, I wasn't um, correct. I was just saying just a conventional one. And then it's at the back of each train. And yes. so um, if you know that that's what you want, you can request that. But yeah, if you want to possibly avoid any could-be embarrassment moments of getting on not being comfortable and then having to get off and go wait in another line. Try it outside. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Uh, what do we think of the ride? You start off. Um. You know, I think Disney did themselves a disservice by by rushing Guardians through before this because they've set the bar so high with Guardians that everyone's comparing it to it. Everyone we talked to, all of our cast member friends that wrote it, said it's not Guardians. It's not Guardians. Um. Not, not, not that it's meant to be. Yeah, and they didn't rush Guardians. It just opened because it was done before. I know, but it wasn't. Years. I'm laughing because yeah. it wasn't supposed to totally, be. Totally, yeah. Um, so I was underwhelmed, I think, is the, probably the best way to put it. I liked it. Don't get me wrong. But I was underwhelmed because Guardians is so amazing. 
I will take a more positive spin and say it's like Siskel and Ebert. I'm going to not spin it. This is how I frame it. Disney is a victim of its own success, and the success is Guardians of the Galaxy. They have crafted with that ride one of the best rides, not just at a Disney park, but any park in general. And I love Hagrid's. I love what they've done with Harry Potter. I love Velocicoaster. Guardians of the Galaxy is one of those rides at the moment. Every single time I get off it, I would do absolutely anything. Like, I would sleep with anyone. If I could just jump right back on that ride, I really wouldn't sleep with anyone for it. But I would, I want to jump back on that ride four or five times in a row. I feel that with very few rides. Yeah. But then when you compare that against Tron. Yeah. So my point is. That's what I'm saying. It's like. I I get it, Siskel. No, you would be Ebert in this. I get it. I'm just saying Disney, it's a compliment. Disney is a victim of their own success. Guardians Mm -hmm. is so good that if Tron had opened first. Yes. I think our review and a lot of reviews would be very different. Yes. We would be like, oh, this is great because the queue is. I actually think the queue is one of the best parts. It's really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a cool reveal moment, similar to the cool reveal moment at, at the Guardians queue, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, I should say. I keep calling it Guardians. It's the roller. It's the new ride at uh, Epcot that opened last spring. Don't want to leave anyone out of the conversation if you're not versed in the vernacular. Um, so I think they're a victim of their own success. So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna try to take off my memory of Guardians, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm writing it without that in my mind. It is a it is exciting. Yes, I would have gotten off and said that was cool. Thank you. Yes, I'm trying to do that. I'm trying Which to I not still think. Did. Yeah, we I, both did. I got off and was like, that was cool. But the other part of my critique that I didn't get to is it is real quick. I'm sorry, did I didn't cut you off? No, I, I was going kind of in oh, like okay. categories of the review. Um <laughs> It's short, friends, and I mean like 90 seconds short. It is slightly longer than Rock and Roller Coaster, uh, but for whatever reason, Tron feels shorter than Rock and Roller Coaster, and I don't know what that's about. Maybe we will feel different after several rides. Maybe, but it doesn't matter. I think, yeah, Rock and Short, too. Like, I, it's not... You know, not saying a short ride can't be great. No, because I don't hold that against Rockin'. I've never got no. off it and felt cheated or felt like, God, Vern, we waited an hour for that. I've never felt that way, but people are criticizing Tron about that, and mm-hmm. I don't understand that. I'm not going to do that because I don't feel that way about Rockin'. I, I, all rides are real short. I mean, we have long rides. Avatar Flight of Passage is one of them. Yeah. Guardians is longer. Yep. But it is short. But yeah, if you just, just be prepared. Um, positives. That launch is cool. Probably one of the most, uh, one of the more exciting ride launches at Disney. Yeah, it really builds up the anticipation um, with the like loud pulsing music. Or the whatever. score from yeah. Daft Punk from Tron Legacy, which is pulsating throughout the queue, which gets you ready. Thank you, Daft Punk. Yeah, yeah. and it's all. I mean, you've seen the movie and stuff. It's all dark in there with like neon blue lights, and so it's really cool when it's like three, two, one. And you take off 60 miles an hour and you go outside right away. It's really cool. The coolest part is the outside under the canopy that changes color on the with the LED lights. That is why if you can, you've heard this a lot too, and we agree, try to ride this at night. It is a much cooler experience. Um, so I like that. Once you get inside, 
This is where also Disney's a victim of, oh, God, we've ridden Guardians. The technology seems, the LED, the lights inside uh, the grid, inside the building, once the coaster gets inside, it's a little lackluster. Well, yeah, because I, I, I was, um, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, I came in and I was kind of just confused about what's going on because I could see everything at once because it's one kind of big room and you can see where you're going and... I was a little thrown off by that. And, you know, they keep building it as it's supposed to be a race. And then you you, you don't see any of the other Tron things until like the very end on that video screen. It's hard to follow the story. And Disney's so good at that. You are kind of because it is so quick. And once you get inside the building, the story doesn't really uh, appear natural. You Mm -hmm. don't really know the narrative of what's happening. And again, some of the effects, some of the lighting, some of the is very test tracky. I feel yes. it, it looks like test tracker. Yeah. They've uh they're shining a blue light on some, you know, neon signage. Yeah. That was a little disappointing. I would have thought since Shanghai's version opened, they could have updated some of the screens to Guardians of the Galaxy level, but they did not. So that's and, a little that's a little disappointing. And I may have missed this. I'll have to go back and like see if there's any videos I can listen to again. Um that I feel like the voiceover was saying that you're going to go through like eight of those rings, like five, whatever. And then, yeah, I feel like they only got to five. And then no, it just I think stopped. she said five. Okay. Yeah. I was like, uh, no, five. Why is it stopping after five? Yeah. But we're really, we're getting in the weeds here. Yes. And, and so, but if you're listening and you are our bread and butter folks listening to the podcast and, and you're going to love this, I mean, it's exciting. And I'll end my review on a positive. It is at least a thrill ride that I'm excited to go to Magic Kingdom for. You took the words right out of my mouth. Because Colin and I do not. Magic is actually our least favorite park. Um, I know, blasphemous. But it is because we do Disney. Coasters, cocktails, repeat. And other than a few. But now this is a reason to go. Yeah. I would go to ride Tron Light Cycle Run. I'll add this. Um, I likely would not wait more than an hour for this. Because as we said in our last episode, time is money. Um, so I don't like to wait long times for it. I would wait until it's on available on either lightning lane or individual lightning lane and buy that pass in order to get on it sooner. Um, I would not wait an, you know, insane amount of time to ride this. That's just me though. I would wait a little bit longer than that, but I'm certainly not waiting two to three hours. Yeah. I would absolutely not. Yep. You could push it to 90 minutes, but yeah, at two hours, I'd be like, ugh. Yeah. So positives, the cue, the music, the atmosphere, the launch, the outdoor portion. Um, I, I love all of those things. Yeah. And we did not get to ride in the front. I really want to do that next time we go because I think it will change the entire experience. I do too. Um. But there was a long line for that, and we'd already been in line. So we were just like, you know what? We'll ride this again. Let's just get on the ride and and see what we think. And we try not to add grief to cast members' lives, and we felt bad enough as it is. So there we go. There's our review of Tron Light Cycle Run. Before we go, uh, this time we did stay at a new hotel. We just got back. It was a three-day weekend. We did stay at a new hotel. We're close to, uh, to hitting our goal of staying at every Walt Disney World resort. Just a couple left. Just a couple left. Uh, we stayed at Saratoga Springs this time, and that brings us to one of our favorite segments of our podcast. We won't waste a lot of time on this, but it's called Earful. Friends, chipmunks, musketeers, lend me your ears. It's time for Jason and Colin to give an earful. 
Earful. Dumbo. Get it? Uh, Earful is our rants, our complaints. Hashtag don't be these people. I love that. Don't be, don't do this. These are our rant, our Disney rants. And here's our, our rant. We stayed at Saratoga Springs. We'll do a full, maybe when we do a list of our favorite hotels and least favorite, we'll, we'll include a full review of Saratoga. But for now, we'll just quickly say, and I think you'll back me up or you can say it. We actually like Saratoga Springs. Yeah. Um, you know, the proximity of Disney Springs alone was amazing. At the end of the night, we could just walk home. Yeah. It's a little sleepy. Yes, I was yeah looking for vibe hotel vibe. It, it is very sleepy, but if you're just looking for a nice room to lay your head, I thought the room was great. Absolutely remodeled, served its purpose, a little kitchenette, so that was great. Here's the earful. We get that pool shutdowns and refurbishments, just like ride refurbishments, uh, will always happen at Walt Disney World, especially this time of year. We appreciate it that they reinvest and remodel stuff. The pool, the main pool, the giant pool, which each resort has a main pool, and some of them have satellite pools. The main pool at Saratoga Springs is closed for refurbishment. There are three other pools to enjoy. I think three. Yes. There was actually one right by our room, Congress Park. Here's the problem. Remember at the beginning of the podcast when I told you about Collins, Mrs. Roper, Richard Simmons swimming outfit? We spent an hour and a half walking from pool to pool. Why? Not because Colin's outfit was too gay for these pools. But why, Colin? Because there was nowhere for the gay to sit. Or straight. <laughs> or whatever. All kidding aside, we've never encountered this. We've been going to Disney for a decade. Never encountered the fact that a guest couldn't enjoy a pool. Because there were, and I say no chairs, there were no chairs. And here's, you're thinking to yourself, wow, that's kind of whiny. No, there's a reason why this was a problem yeah, that so could have been solved. If it was just busy, I mean, it's busy. We yeah. could have gotten there earlier. But the issue was there was tons of room at each of these pools to add more chairs because your main pool is closed. But did they do that? No. They could have taken the chairs from the closed pool and added them to the real estate around the open pools. Yes, because you're losing all of the that capacity at the main pool. You now need to bump up your capacity at the other pools. Now, I know there's probably fire codes and things like that, but there was a lot of room. Oh, wide, wide open space. I'm not going to sing that. Anyway, um, wide open spaces. There would be like one chair, and we are not kidding, three, four feet until the next chair at one of the pools i bet there was easily 15 feet between chairs because people were moving them around putting them together leaving more room for more which just adds to my point of there was plenty of room you just need to rearrange in our walk from in hot ass whew, that was a hot day in the hour and a half that we had to walk from pool to pool to pool to try to find a space we saw dozens of guests turned away. Yeah. Dozens. We weren't the only ones. There were lots of people with their coolers and their kids and their inflatables, and all the pools were full. Th those are all disappointed guests. Yeah. So I get that you know stuff happens, but there is a way that you could have managed that better, and they did not. So turning, I always, I don't I just don't want to complain. I want to action plan. Um, here's what we'll say: Learn from us. Always see this is also proof that expert, you know, professionals like us can make a mistake. Always look if a pool is important to you, look to see if the pool at the resort you've chosen is under refurbishment. Yes. Because uh, 
if that matters, get as much information as you can. Check to see because refurbishments, as I said a few minutes ago, happen all the time. Yeah, and if you're going to plan a pool day, you know, pick that day and maybe go down there first thing in the morning because we were going to do our midday break. And by the time we got there, which was early, it was like 1130, but everything, all gone. everything was gone at all three pools. And no one was going to give it up with the Collins outfit, girl. They were just like, I ain't giving that to Mrs. Roper. It's all right. I got my steps in. Come and knock on our door. <laughs> That's going to do it for us. If you have any questions, you want to get a hold of us. We'll be waiting for you. See? Oh, oh wow. That was nice. I know. I'm a, I'm a professional. Where can people find us, Colin? <laughs> We're on the socials. Facebook and Instagram. You can find us at Two Fairy Godfathers. That's right. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you'll be notified when we drop a new episode. Season four is getting ready to wrap up. We drop a new one every other week. And uh, hit the subscribe button. And thanks in advance for those five-star reviews. It really helps, and we really appreciate it. Until next time, fairy friends. Bye. Bye. Bye.